solo episode with me, your host, Amanda. And I don't know, I've had like a lot of thoughts and you guys had so much incredible feedback about my last solo episode. So I thought maybe you'd like to hear from me again. So here I am. I've had a long week and it's only Tuesday. (laughs) And we've had some sort of illness go through my house, took out both my kids. Scarlett had a fever so incredibly high, it terrified me. And I couldn't get it to break. I actually like freaked out a little bit, inquired with a colleague on how much drugs I can give her, how often, because the fever was so high. Like I'm talking like 105 guys and I couldn't get it to come down. So she was lethargic. She was scaring the hell out of me. And she woke up this morning. It's literally gone and she has no other symptoms. It's like, it was like the devil fever and all of a sudden it's gone. So, I mean, that's great. We don't have COVID. Um, I have no idea what they had or have, but it's been a long week. (laughs) This mama is so tired, but I really wanted to make a podcast episode because you guys have been asking for this. So I wanted to talk about my birth story, stories, and specifically because April is C-section awareness month and I've been seeing so many posts circulating online about this and I do think it's important that we bring awareness to the C-section because it is a major abdominal surgery. We birth our children just like everybody else. It's just as special as everybody else's birth and to be quite honest with you, I have been told that C-sections are for weak women. And that statement made me sick to my stomach because my C-section was probably one of the most like incredible, terrifying, and hardest experiences, experience, experiences actually, because there was two of my life. Like I was awake on a table, completely paralyzed from the waist down, on a cold ass table while they cut open my abdomen, took out my organs, then brought my children into the world and then put everything back and stitched me back up. And guess what? Like 12 hours later, I had my ass up walking. It was so hard. So, you know, I think there's sometimes, not really anyone in my circle, but there is sometimes I think this like stigma of the C-section or something where people think it's like the easy way out. I'm here to tell you it's fucking not easy. So when Connor, when I was pregnant with Connor, I was humongous. I don't even know what my weight was at the end with Connor, but I was huge. I was swollen. I had high blood pressure. I was like a hot mess. And I remember at my 30, I think it was like 34 weeks, my uh, OB sent me to, I don't know, McMaster for an ultrasound because I was having blood pressure issues. So they sent me for an ultrasound and I had got sent up to the uh, labor and delivery ward like right away. And my OB was up there waiting for me and she said, okay, so just so you know, your baby is measuring at eight pounds even. This was at 34 weeks. (laughs) 
So I still had quite a bit of time for him to grow. And she said, gave me the option of trying to turn him. But she said he's forward facing. So like his face was like literally facing outwards. And I'll never forget that we always thought that was Connor's bum. And it was his face that was like, you could see it sticking out of my belly. And she said, well, we could try and turn him. And she told me about, you know, the risks involved and um, or we could book a C-section. So I went home. I talked to Chris about it. And, you know, I talked to a couple people who I had, I forget what it's called, but when they try and turn your baby, a couple people were telling me it is like incredibly painful and I didn't really feel like I wanted to look into all of these other options. Like I know people have told me, I think that you can go to like a chiropractor. There's different ways that people have had their babies turned. But since I was also having some health issues and there was also a couple concerns about Connor that I didn't really feel comfortable doing it that way. So uh, we decided to book a scheduled C-section. And let me just tell you that having a scheduled C-section is terrifying because I had no labor. I had nothing. My water didn't break anything. Like I literally went into the hospital for 10 o'clock in the morning, had a baby at 1145 or whatever it was. And that was like the weirdest thing. Like I wasn't in labor. I walked into the OR completely like pain-free everything and sat there and they gave me my, um, it's not my spinal. I was going to say epidural, but I didn't have an epidural. And that spinal was probably the most painful part. It was horrible. I almost passed out. I was almost sick to my stomach. It was so so painful. And the worst part about it was that Chris wasn't allowed to be in the room with me. So it was just me, the anesthesiologist and the nurse. And it was horrible. So on to the C-section. It is insane. Like still, I still cannot wrap my head around the fact that I was awake and I had a major surgery and they pulled a freaking human being out of my body while I was awake, but they did. And I went like, I think it's like you go into shock a little bit. I was freezing cold. I was shivering. Chris like has a picture of me. I'm going to post it. Chris has a picture of me with all of these like heated blankets around me because like around my head because I was so cold. And then, you know, Connor was born. He was 10 pounds, three ounces when he was born. So she was not wrong with the size of him. And he had to have like his sugars uh, tested and stuff because he was having like low sugar levels because he was such a big baby right away. Yeah. Other than that, like the C-section went pretty smooth. They stitched me up. I went into recovery, got my room. And I remember thinking like it was fine because I was so frozen and, you know, I didn't really have to get up or anything like that. But The next morning when the nurse came in and she wanted me to try and get myself up and take myself to the bathroom and I had a full-blown panic attack in the bathroom because I like forgot how to use my abdomen muscles or you know you don't really have them at that point because you've been so pregnant and then they've actually cut my abdomen in half so I really struggled just walking to the bathroom and I started crying in the bathroom and the nurse was like, 
it's okay. It's okay. And I was like, you know, this is ridiculous. Like I just had to walk to the bathroom. This shouldn't be this hard. And she looked at me and she was like, what are you talking about? They just cut your abdomen in half. Of course, it's going to be hard. You're going to have to work for this. And I was like, yeah, she's right. But I feel like society, my mother, sorry, mom, other people in my life who have had a C-section made it seem like it's this like superhero thing that you just like do and then you just get up and you go and you're a mom and you're super strong and you're super awesome and, you know, no crying. Like, it was so hard to walk to the fucking bathroom, you guys. And painful. Oh my God, painful. No one told me about, you know, God forbid you cough, sneeze, laugh. Oh my God, don't laugh. Like in the first couple of days after having your C-section because your abdomen muscles, like, oh my God, it was so, so painful. And no one, you know, warned me about when I got home, trying to lay down, trying to lay down in bed without the hospital bed, right? Because the hospital bed, you can like move yourself up, push yourself down. Like I had the support of the side rails and everything else. I get home, like try getting into the bed when your abdomen muscles have been cut in half and they're so sore. You're in so much pain. I couldn't even roll over to my side that easy. Like I just found it so incredibly hard. I needed help in the shower. I was so dizzy. Like I just, I found the recovery after Connor's so incredibly hard and no one told me that. Everyone made it seem like, you know, the C-section was the easy way out. I wasn't going into labor. I wasn't pushing a baby out my vagina. Like I was taking the cheating route. The cheating route is fucking hard, guys. (laughs) End of story. When it comes to Scarlett, like hers was also planned. So I was a little bit afraid of how big she was going to be because Chris and I clearly make very big babies and she wasn't small. I'll tell you that. She was eight, nine. So I did do a planned C-section because she was so close uh, to Connor. So they are literally days apart of being two years apart. So Connor was born August 19th. She's born August 17th. Um, So a little, like literally two days less of two years apart. And so I had the option of choosing another C-section, which I did again, took the easy way out. But let me just tell you one thing. Okay, guys, if you're like me and you are okay with never giving birth vaginally, I think that is fine. Don't let anybody tell you that otherwise, because it's your life. It's your body. Like, you know, there was a big part of me that sat there and thought like, do I want to give birth vaginally? Like, am I okay with this being my last baby and I will die never knowing what a labor pain feels like? Yep. Yes, I was. And I think that that's the beautiful part about my story is I chose what I was doing. I had that option and I am okay with that. So if you're struggling with, like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's my second baby. You know, I should try. If you don't want to and you don't have to, like you do what's best for you and your family. So we chose to have a second C-section. And again, same deal. Walked in, no labor pains, no nothing. Sat in the OR. This time around, I was honest with the anesthesiologist and I told them like, you know, I'm really afraid of the spinal. My anesthesiologist the second time was so incredible. He was so incredible. I didn't even feel it. He was like, 
I think you felt for me. I really do. So shout out to McMaster Children's Hospital because they're amazing. So my C-section again was fairly uneventful. I did have, I remember having a point during my C-section where I, something was going on and the anesthesiologist just kind of like kept looking at the monitors and they were kind of beeping a little bit. And then she'd ask my OB like, you know, how much longer do you need? And then she'd go, okay, like push whatever. And then she'd give me more of something. I don't know what it was. And I kept looking over at her and I was like, am I okay? And she was like, yeah, you're doing, you're doing just great. But I remember like panicking a little bit. Cause so when you're in your C-section, you're laying down on the table, my husband's beside me. And then beside, like kind of behind us, but beside us, I could see her was the anesthesiologist. So I can see everything that she's doing. She was talking to me. I could see her pushing meds. I could see her watching that monitor. You know, I'm trying to read her face. (laughs) Anyways, don't do that. That's my advice to you. (laughs) Don't pay attention to those things. So I was a little bit freaked out, but anyways, I was fine. I had the same thing happen where I kind of went into a little bit of shock after they took Scarlett out. I was freezing again, wrapped in blankets and um but yeah other than that like my my c-section went uh fairly normal i went into recovery and then up to our room and the only difference this time was i felt like my body was able to maybe i don't want to say bounce back but like my body was able to heal quicker i don't know if it was because maybe my body remembered what it was doing or just maybe I was more calm. Like I gave myself more grace this time. I, you know, I was very calm with myself. I talked myself through this, but my husband was also like, okay, you know, this is your second baby. So we're getting up the first day. Cause I had my C-section very early with Scarlett in the morning and I had my C-section late in the day with Connor. So I was not frozen by around like dinner time. So Chris and I would get up and uh, he would have me walk with Scarlett and it wasn't as hard this time. I just felt like Chris and I were more comfortable knowing what I could and couldn't do and just like mentally maybe I was in a better headspace and knew, you know, every ache and pain was kind of like what was normal and what was not. So that was really wonderful. I didn't need the support of the nurses as much. Just my recovery with Scarlett was so much better. So I hope that gives hope to anybody that feels like a little nervous to have a second C-section or third or whatever. I did find that my recovery was a little bit better. And I also found like I was just calmer. And I think again, because I was recognizing the aches and pains I was having, I remembered going through it with Connor and it was like, okay, now I remember this. And like... Oh gosh, like, can we also talk about your uterus, like contracting back and how painful that is? And let me just tell you, ladies, with every child, the nurse told me with every child that you have, the contractions get worse. I honestly could not believe how painful the contractions were after my second pregnancy comparatively to my first. But anyway, so yeah, those are both of my birth stories. They are just as beautiful as anyone else's. They are just as memorable. Um, And, you know, I'm really proud of them. And I really just wanted to bring awareness to my story and bring awareness to the C-section because the C-section is hard. The C-section is not the easy way out. The C-section is just as beautiful of a birth 
as a vaginal birth. And I really hate that there is this, like, I don't know, I want to call it a stigma, but there's like this weird thing about the C-section, like, oh, you had a C-section, like she took the easy way out. No, bitch, I didn't. I didn't have a choice with my first. I had a choice with the second, but I would never change my story. I think my story is important and I learned a lot from my C-sections about my body and about myself and my husband and yeah, so I'm very grateful for both of those C-sections. Well, I'm I'm going to end this podcast, guys. I I really hope that this helped anybody who is feeling like less than because of the C-section and if anybody ever makes you feel that way, don't listen to them because always remember no matter what your birth story is, it's important and it is powerful and it's beautiful and it's everything and it's yours. So don't let anybody take that away from you. And uh, yeah, that's it. Talk to you guys soon. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. 